the Arbic Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in our land, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank me later. Bring the strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is our land where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. What's going on, fellow well, Uplanders? Fade out though. That, oh, <laughs> oh I had I had it on loop. Got to uncheck the loop. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, after oh, you know dude. we did we did that in August, and it's now November. I finally had the ten minutes it takes me to <laughs> chop up the song, add a little extension off of you know off of the hook, and put a little fade out in. It only took me two months. I mean. <laughs> It's it was it's worth it. I still like it's crazy because you're like two months. I still get psyched every time I hear it. What up? There we go. Yeah, almost, almost nailed it. That's almost right. Almost nailed it. Next week. So, what up, Hyde Park Ninjas in the house? Yes, sir. And that's uh, we do have to talk about next week. We usually do the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, or do we do the Tuesday? We always do something a little beforehand. I mean, I don't. I'll I'll be here. I think we do. <laughs> I, got, I had nothing. Yeah, I think we do Tuesdays. We'll, we'll we'll talk offline about it, but yeah, whatever whatever works for you, man. Because we get it in each and every week, you know, and we've been doing it for two and a half years almost. Yeah, and, and I think we missed one one week altogether, which isn't a Maybe. bad track record. No, no, we very consistent. Yes. Some nice apple juice. Um, this is a uh, knob creek today. Knob juice? You're drinking knob juice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Dr. Noby, that's one. Add it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, that's correct. Too stupid looks like we play you guys in Detroit this weekend. Yeah, uh, Buffalo is about to get pounded or is getting pounded with snow right now. So they moved the Browns-Bills game to Detroit. Oh, really? Yeah. They can just do that? Yeah. They, they've done it very rarely uh, where weather's impacted. Usually you see it for hurricanes, but um, the, just the amount of snow that they're expected, there's just there's this wonderful thing wow. called lake effect snow that comes over Lake Erie mm. and with it being warm and it just Buffalo gets pounded. Erie Buffalo get pounded. We get a little bit of it. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's no joke. They're, they're talking crazy stuff. Six feet. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Cause the lake's so warm and uh, the air temperature so cold and the tr- pattern over it's just right. It's just churning out snow. Oh my goodness! Yeah. All right. Any 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 listeners, any family in that area, stay safe. That's crazy. Yes, it is. It is. I don't think I've seen six feet of snow. Like if I totaled all of the snow that I've seen in my life, <laughs> like all of the snow accumulation that I've seen in my life, I don't think it would be six feet. Yeah, um, we got five feet in five days back in '96 where I was where I live, but that's about it. All right, everybody didn't tune in to listen to the weather, but <laughs> I mean it's it's insane weather. Yes, agreed. Get out your sad lamps, people. 
Yes. Winter is coming. 1111 said, that's insane. Got a light dusting here in Colorado. And my seasonal depression is already in full force. Don't forget, we have people that still listen to us on a podcast. And that's true. I think Dirk listens to us on the podcast. Yes, he so. does. So you just reply to comments and people are like, what's he responding to? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. All right. That's that's good feedback. I got to I gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. What What's he's, uh, yeah. Um. This week, we got the market update. We have FIFA World Cup. That's just uh, that's a lot to unravel. I, I'm still trying oh to make gosh. sense of it. I've read the article so many times. and I mean, it's There's cool. There's so many but... things. There's actually so many things. Like ornaments, block explorers, like a new city that's completely different. All of these legits, which are crazy the season passes the the passes the which you'll be able uh, to trade in and yeah the the fan scores the collections like holy cow and like the prize for top is a a stadium like is a is the first like built stadium that anybody owns i am so scared to see what this does, I'm debating. Well, we'll talk about it when we get there because I have a lot to talk about on that. Yeah. Um, I've had some cool thoughts on that too. Um, some cool thoughts? Yeah. Just what you could do if you won that. Talks like that. If you won that stadium, <laughs> the things that you could do. Oh, I mean, we know. Never mind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for moving on. Yes. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Uh yeah. And then uh and then I've been talking with Mars Utah and uh we're gonna do a show this weekend to help you uh find those legits that are gonna get fired for the NFLPA. You know, seeking out the probabilities on Sundays when you go into the into the team shops, which one has a chance to get you some uh fire stats. We thought that would be pretty fun with both of our football knowledge. Um, we're calling the segment oh. uh, "Legit Fired Up." Oh, that's super clever! Because when you buy the memento, you don't know what kind of game they're going to have, right? Because you right. buy it before, right? So that's a really smart and kind of fun thing to do of like speculating on the games, like which ones, who's poised to have a really strong game. Yep. Um, you know, who's the strongest playing the weakest, <laughs> like kind yep. of thing, I guess. Yeah, and then That's smart. and then that gives you some strategy because you still have uh, Rutherford that has the eight teams there, but as other stadiums are being built, their team shots are being spread out, so you don't have the concentration. So it's yeah. more and more strategy too. And we're also going to get into injuries and how they impact. You know that hey, you can get a running back for a cheap price who's going to start who has the potential of getting you multiple fire stats and those are things that we're going to look at and talk about for the people that have no idea about football or people that want to collect the legits and and want to know a little more that want to collect the mementos yeah and we'll keep it we're going to try and keep it around a 20 minutes 20 minute show yeah i would i mean that is that's a really smart idea, honestly. I, that's a, a new take. Um, and I think it, it's coming at the right time. I think a lot of people are feeling kind of down about the NFLPA right now. 
um, especially with how much attention FIFA is getting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think having something like that to maybe um, rally the NFLPA fans around uh, is a great idea. Yeah. It, it only took us 10 weeks of the season to figure it out, but hey, <laughs> we came up with that. So we'll, we'll be doing the episodes here on the Upland Property Experts YouTube channel. Um, we're we're going to stream off of that. So uh, you'll definitely be able to check that out here. And uh, we're, we're figuring out um, when it will be launched. We're, we're thinking Friday evening or Saturday morning. So we're still working on there. And the first one, we're going to do a pre-recording. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out the live recordings, if we're going to do live recordings or what not but yes i'll just wait i'll screw something up soon <laughs> too oh, smart to sure. win <laughs> never too smart to win all right we'll jump right in um to the market update market update we need a jingle yeah we i was just gonna say we need a jingle <laughs> we need something all right top 10 city floors and upland Pretty solid oh, week. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, there's a, a test tube statue for anybody who makes us like a, a three to five second jingle for the uh, the market update. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, and uh, that guy's doing the video for us. He should have it to us by the end of the weekend. So that'll be. Nice. I, I'm excited to see that too. Yeah. So we'll have a instead of just that ugly uh, ugly thing that I post up before we go live. <laughs> We should have an intro video. Oh, so. it'll be like an intro video. Yeah. Oh, that I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that'd be a cool video. Oh, that's way cooler. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yes. <laughs> ding, 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 dong, ding. Five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> a little more than that. Close. 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 Architect. All right. Top ten city floors. Pretty solid week. Um, New man. Orleans comes into the top yeah. 10. Yeah. See, Manhattan's USD solidly under 50 is interesting to me. It, it's getting closer and closer to Rutherford's US dollar price. You know, it, it's closed well, in under $10. That. Don't encourage Rutherford. <laughs> I, I mean, right now, they're the only city that has access to eight NFLPA shops. Who cares? Come on. Wait, eight NFL PA shops? Well, there's there's the shop, or but eight teams. teams. Yeah, teams. I mean, sure, but how, like that why I don't why would I need to buy a property there? I don't need a property there to do that unless you're buying a property that's so close to the stadium, which I don't think you can get that you wouldn't have to send to it. There's no reason to buy property in Rutherford just because that thing is there. It'd be a reason to maybe buy a terminal that goes to Rutherford. Um, But as far as owning a Rutherford property, you're not getting any special multipliers. It's a pretty small city that doesn't have much active community. It's just pumped up by a handful of whales. Not that there's anything wrong with it, and it's super cool and exclusive. Um, And so... If that's your thing, go for it. I think it's overpriced for what it is because I just don't see – like they're never going to win neighborhood contests. Like they're not really – I've not seen them be competitive on any front because it's so exclusive 
they don't have the the wide community support of other neighborhoods. So it it just kind of uh, intrigues me. So anyway, 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 too fast. All right. 30 day change. Santa Clara's down 20% over the last 30 days. That's the biggest, uh, biggest news there. Santa Clara was on a tear for a while. They were, um, people were definitely buying up the floor. Yeah. Other than that, no, nothing really exciting. Um, no, that's the Manhattan drop though. 20% Manhattan under, under 50. Yeah. So their U S dollar went from $54 and 80 cents down to 44 over the last month. Um, times are getting tough out there. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hope we start to see the other side. I mean, honestly, like it's interesting in the sense of this does tell the story of the floor uh, we definitely will, we need to work on, and, and obviously we'll work together with uh, the the data mine team at Upex World um, to look at some other trends because this might make it seem like people are making less money, um, or that these cities aren't as profitable. But there are good deals happening in these cities regularly. Um, the floor is kind of finicky overall, but. I think if you are creative enough, you could make profit in any city. Uh, and in fact, maybe we'll do that at some point uh, next year is I'll take that challenge of, I bet I can um, make money in any city. Um, Ooh, and I like that. You, you guys can vote whatever city you want. Rutherford. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm out. No. Nope. It can't be a sold-out city. Okay. It can't be a sold-out city. Any non-sold-out city. Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City is would be a legitimate challenge um, for sure, but it's doable. Um, and so, yeah, I would like to do that as a challenge next year. We'll figure that out, and then we'll pick uh, we'll pick the city that the um, the community thinks is the hardest to make a profit in, um, and then I will see if I can't show that it's not a matter of where, but how you go about it. Yeah. I like that. And I I never got around to my trying to sell upland properties so I can go to the Cavs game. Supposed to go to a game tomorrow night. I traded the tickets in for for later in the season because I'm nowhere close to saying what I said I would do, and I'm holding myself to it. So, Rio. Ooh, Rio. Simone. Simone. Rio would be. Rio's a good one. They got some crazy little profits there, and he's going to get him some. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's a quote or a lyric or something. But Now, if we zoom out a little bit more to uh, the 12-week change, um, I mean, Manhattan's even worse, over 26.65% from their U.S. dollar. Uh, they were at 59.99. Um, their UPEX price was 93998 UPEX, and now we're sitting at 75999 So pretty red over the last three months. Oh, you mean like the House of Representatives? 
<laughs> oh wow let's Sorry. keep this politic free <laughs> i don't even know i don't even know if that's what? accurate don't flame me i have no idea i don't follow politics at all that was just a bad joke ah oh, geez 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 moving on um now anything on the three months though that you want to talk about here no but uh good on vegas um for for doing some profit i do think vegas is actually one of those sleepers um as well there is a lot of cool stuff happening there um people get very excited and creative uh when they think of vegas it invokes naturally uh this excitement and gamification uh so i think we will see um and i mean i already know for a fact because we are creating a a go-kart experience with uh one of the teams that is based in vegas so um, like I know that there's really cool stuff happening there, um, and some very creative minds. So I would expect to see um, Vegas stay strong. And you know, the more I think about it, I think they're not going to release more Vegas until next Genesis week. You know, we we theorized that during Genesis week this year in Vegas, and you know, as these little city expansions continue to go on, I'm starting to think more and more it's true. Yeah. No, I think so. All right. The lowest markup percentage. Um, lowest markup percentage. Yeah. Floor markup. So, so it's the floor. So this is the markup on the floor. Yep. Well, gotcha. this is the floor for the markup percentage. <laughs> we go through this every week. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this, the is the cheapest, oh. this is the cheapest Jeez, markup oh, you can find. Is, oh, you're should, the worst. Should I call it the cheapest markup? Yeah, the cheapest markup. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll call it the cheapest markup going forward. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it only Dude. took us like five months to figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest markups. There you go. Okay, so the cheapest markup in Rutherford is 3X. So, yeah. like, no matter what, like, it's 3X mint. Yep. Okay. I like seeing, I'm glad that San Francisco, like, I think the 200% is where they want it, honestly. Like, if I could, if I could, like, peek into their minds, I feel like 2x is a number that they're very happy with. And uh, so seeing, hey, Reels, seeing Fresno, Manhattan, San Francisco, Staten Island, um, which is kind of interesting if you think about like the two top tier one cities and then maybe their corresponding tier is Staten Island is tier three. Um, I think I'd have to go back and refresh. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't it's know. Either, if it's either Island, tier two or tier three. Is, is would Staten Island be the equivalent to Manhattan as Fresno is to San Francisco? I, I think that's, uh, well, or is it, is it Queens? Anyway, yeah. um, I, I don't know enough about uh, the East Coast uh, to say that. But it is interesting that those four pieces are all in that 200% range. I think that's kind of the sweet spot for premium cities once they sell out. And that's another thing we don't really talk about a lot. It's uh, the, the markets seem soft until things sell out. Uh, once things sell out, it's it's harder for them to go down. Like, 
they tend to go up more, <laughs> right? Right. Like you can't mint new. And so outside of people, yeah, there's going to be people liquidating. But at a certain point, they're going to realize, oh, wait, you can't even buy these anymore. They're probably a little bit more valuable. Yeah. And it's interesting if you have some time to just pop around the different neighborhoods and, and see the markups there. It's, you know, these are just the lowest this is the cheapest markup percentage in each city. So it's interesting Ooh. how it changes by neighborhood. Oh, that would be a fun heat map. Yes. Oh, like by neighborhood. And then yep. the heat map is like the percent markup of the yeah. cheapest percent markups. Whenever those data guys are ready over there at UpX World, I got a list of stuff that we can start rolling. Mm, man, that would be a cool map. Oh, that'd be so fun to see. Like, I want to see San Francisco's so bad. Like, I'm picturing it like, like the, the like which areas aren't like No Valley. Like, let's be honest, No Valley <laughs> ain't, ain't at a 10x. But then you'd see like uh, Midtown Terrace, Alamo Square, uh, Dog Patch, Merced Manor, like all the kind of the big wig neighborhoods, uh, all at massive markups comparatively. That would be so interesting. And the uh... What I do find interesting, I was actually shocked as I was going around uh, pricing some properties for sale uh, yesterday, was I was looking, and I, I own a lot in in Bayview, um, and a lot of Bayview you could buy for less than 2,000 UPEX, and the floor there's 27,000 UPEX. <laughs> Jeez. I, I thought that was pretty crazy and yeah i thought i thought it was just pretty crazy that it, it's marked up over a thousand percent yeah no that is i mean i think alamo squares it's got to be at least that yeah and there's not much developed um in bayview and i mean i'm sort of to blame because i own about 300 properties there <laughs> really which isn't bad compared to some some people in some san francisco neighborhoods um yeah alamo square is a nine thousand percent floor markup which nine thousand uh, percent yeah yep cheapest property right now is six hundred thousand upex which is way down from the three million floor that it was earlier dang Go Alamo Square. Now the median price in Alamo Square is five million upx. Yeah, but you can't really count that. <laughs> if it's such a scarce market, like yeah, yes. All right. Oh, I did not update that slide or move that slide, so we'll move on. <laughs> um. So bottom five city floors fixed the slide this week. Uh. Detroit, Rio, Chicago, Queens, and Porto. They're all down. Detroit's down 20% over last week. Um, U.S. dollar floors stay pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, I like it. These are the entry points. Um, you know, they're still name brands. I mean, people know Detroit. They know Rio, Chicago. Chicago is quite shocking. Um, uh, Queens uh, and, and Porto, yeah going on jt what up and los angeles has worked its way out of there on the secondary market which was shocking considering how many properties are still left there 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. The U.S. dollar, cheapest U.S. dollar markup. <laughs> well, hey, look at at least it's going up. God, people are like, I get it, though. I mean, they're just trying to get their money out. Uh, I, I guess it makes whatever like. Yeah. But. I didn't sort it this week. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Some went up from last week. I was rushed this week. Um, actually surprising, you know, Oakland, Oakland had a surge and with the Rio expansion this week, I found a lot of good deals. I went shopping. Um, I didn't get some of the great deals, but you know, I was still finding properties for, uh, 75 to 85%, uh, mint. Yeah. Yeah. So I always love when a city expands cause everybody's trying to get liquid. Yeah, well, and I mean, gosh, this the Rio thing too. Like, I was trying to get liquid for Rio. I don't, but I'm I'm very torn on it now. Oh, I didn't. Did I say the Porto expansion? I meant the Rio expansion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. yeah, the Rio expansion. Um, yeah, sold out. Arlington bumped oh, up. Hey, there we go. I like that. 2% to 53%. Dallas is up 1% to 67%. Las Vegas is up 1% to 84%. Porto's up 1% to 97%. And Rio is down 8%, down to 91%. So they were uh, at 99% <laughs> last week. <laughs> and then they dropped the 26,000 properties on us on Tuesday. Yeah, on Tuesday. And they sold some, but not as much. So they dropped. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, we knew they were going to keep doing that. <laughs> right. At least for a little bit. And then unminted properties. So last week we were under 400000 We We uh, went back up. Uh, we had a net gain of about 5,500 properties from what was minted this week to... <laughs> <laughs> the net, there was more... Upland released more properties than than we sold through? Correct. What you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that either. No. But. I mean, it, so think about it. Tuesday, they released 26,000 properties in Rio, and there's only... There's less than 10,000 left today on Thursday. Yeah, which is that's fair. Which is pretty solid. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't see any issues with that. Um, anything jump out to you from the overall unminted properties that are available? No, I think like. It is just interesting, like, how you can see, like, when these things were released and then, like, the number of properties. Like, I don't – I'm very curious what they expected to see in L.A. Because when you look at, like, outliers like Nashville, okay, you know, that has a lot. Uh, that's fine. And then, like, you know, Kansas, Queens, Detroit, like, that's just solid bases. But L.A. being such a top-tier city in general – um, sitting at almost 200,000 properties, it, it makes you wonder, like the team has to be thinking of something. Um, and so I would be curious if they plan on doing any sort of like 
event. I can see them doing a minting contest. I know the community hates them, um, but I could see them doing a minting contest or something in LA for something. I mean, and it's still reasonable. um, You know, if you're, if you're FSA, they're still, it's not the best, but you know, even for the people that aren't FSA, you can still pick up properties for under 10,000 UPEX. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you can pick them up cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no big, no big problem there. Now. Yeah. Yep. All we have to say on that one. All right. Now it starts to get crazy. Oh my gosh. So we got the, now I'm interested to see, I'd like, I hope Upland shares the numbers of, you know, instead of just having us using DAP radar to track it, if they share the numbers of new onboards after the whole World Cup is over with. Yeah. Because, uh, um, I mean, currently, I mean, currently you're seeing about, 80,000 people play in a seven day period and over a 30 day period, we're at about 150,000. Yeah. I I don't know. Are they doing, I mean, obviously they're in like some of the press releases and stuff. The world cup is huge, huge. Like, but I mean, I've seen some like specifically NFT FIFA-related NFT stuff that didn't mention Upland. It mentioned several other oh, yeah. um, partnerships. Yeah, um, the, And so that was a little weird. There is a, a FIFA and the World Cup did a lot of partnerships with some different NFTs for this whole release. So it's not exclusive. No. And it's really interesting. I don't want to get too much into it. Um you know, because I don't want to disparage um, the the wonderful people at FIFA, um, but like there was um, a little while ago, they had uh, you know the people that did their kind of branding and marketing stuff. That I, I don't get all the details, but essentially I fell through. So uh, it's a new team and and new. I guess they're they're working on getting and they're doing pretty far reaching stuff. Um, it does feel like Upland had got a lot of like um, print rights, which is surprising. Like all of the logos from literally all of the um, World Cups and the mascots and the posters, like the ability to to make and uh, profit from those um, is pretty cool. Um, and then obviously all the countries and their um, teams and stuff. So, I mean, it's a pretty big licensing deal. You know, when you compare it to, like, say, the NFLPA, uh, which is still a fantastic, uh, amazing collaboration with the players, uh, but even that's, you know, kind of, of limited in what kind of branding and things you can use. Uh, they seem to have gotten kind of carte blanche with FIFA um, and really been open to getting a lot of content and, um, you know, items, which is cool. And I'll be intrigued to see if there's any... Um any any marketing on the games that you'll see on TV or if there's any marketing in the stadium that drives you to Upland 
Because they, I mean, oh well, that would change. I mean, that 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 would be nutty. I, I mean, there's 32, 32 countries taking part in this. So I, I, I mean, any any little bit, any capturing of anything, it, it'll be interesting. I wonder if there's a marketing budget for it. If they have something in place with FIFA, so it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, no, I mean that would be, dude. If if they had like a little clip of like Miles kicking a soccer ball around. And like whatever, like that would be, that would be killer. I'd be like what? Yeah. Now with these block explorers, they're having sales every each week for the five weeks of the World Cup. It's and so much, so much, and so much. You have registration. It started late this week, so it started Tuesday, November fifteenth. The rest of the the rest of them, they all start on Mondays of each week, and then they end um, Saturday mornings at eight a.m. Pacific time, and then the sale starts at nine. Now, it, it's so much. So you have that as the schedule. Um, you can register anywhere, but to purchase a Block Explorer on Saturday, you have to travel to a shop where they are registered. Yeah. So, like, does somebody have an infograph of all the – because, like, I didn't even realize that the decor was for sale already, too. Like, I flew to uh, Cutter and um, went to register at all the little soccer places – and then people were like, oh, there's mugs release, there's this release. I'm like, wait, what? Where they're everywhere. I was like, holy cow. And uh yeah, and then the decor pieces, where do you get the decor? People are like like they have them. I just bought a couple from somebody. And I'm I know I paid a heavy markup on them too. Oh, I didn't know that the mug block explorers were released. Yeah. Oh, Dude, Jesus. there's like so much already. I know it's insane. I, I thought that was part of the release schedule because you have the cutter stuff that that has the FIFA World Cup, so you got to go there on Saturdays, which is nice. The travel is free, but dang, there's only and then with the cups, there's only five mints per shop for each week's sale of each one, which is what we were suggesting. I'm just saying, I'm not <laughs> saying that they didn't have the idea themselves, but I'm saying we have talked about it several times that the best way to do something like this would be to allow the BE shops to sell the BEs and have a set quantity per shop and do it uh, exactly like they're doing it. So, whether they came up with it independently or you thought the idea was good, whatever it is, uh, a tip of the hat to you because that's super cool. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot, and it's overwhelming because there's so many things all of a sudden at once. Now, they're not player-owned Block Explorer cool. shops, but it is through the block, through block Explorer shops set up in different cities. Yeah, but it gives you a glimpse, right, because this is their FIFA version well, what happens when they do, you know, the next uh, artist spotlight or user generated contest or even and they have not announced anything close to this, but even allowing for uh, community created block explorers or something like that. Um, I, I don't even know if that's on their roadmap, um, but I can see them extending that functionality to shop owners at some point. I think they should. Yeah. But. Oh, man. 
And then they do have the free FIFA World Cup block explorers, but they're only for a limited time. They're not on the blockchain, and they're going to go away after it. Which, how do you oh, feel about is that? that? What, is that what that was? Yeah, the goal, the soccer ball, and then the the noise makers with the ribbon and the FIFA World Cup. Gotcha. Those have a funny name, like hoo ha or something. <laughs> But what, what do you think about that, you know, being a block explorer connoisseur that you are? How do you feel well, about having... that's not anything new, though, necessarily, right? Because they've done that... Um, they've done that with collections. For... Well, no, because, like, remember they had... Um, there was, like... Holy crap, I got a ghost? When did I get this ghost? <laughs> um, sorry. I'm trying to find them. Oh, they're at the bottom. They're visitor. They're part of the visitor one. Um, Vuv, uh, Zuzo, Vuz. Are that you one. having a seizure? I know, right? Vuvuzela. Vuvuzela? That's what those things are called. I told you they had a weird name. Anyway, um, so they did it. Remember they had uh, Black Lives Matter? They did a parade down Mission oh, Avenue. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they also had – they did a couple. It's been a while since they did it, but they, they definitely have done a couple different ones where they gave uh, people block explorers to display that, that – especially before um, they were on the blockchain. It was actually a lot more common. Obviously, it's different now. Holy cow. A lot of block explorers. Um, but I do like that. I think that they should be more prominent because I had to scroll all the way down to the bottom. I would have never even seen them. Oh, I got to wait and go dang block explorers. How do you like the cups? How do you like the mugs? Uh, I mean, they're cool for sure. Um. I mean, I'm going to try and get a whole collection. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm going to try and get all of them. But their mugs, they're cool. They are cool. I'm not going to lie. I want them all. I try to play it cool. No, they're. I want them. I want them all. <laughs> I like the decor, though. I'm kind of excited. It's, it's weird because it's like, oh, I think I got the ghost from the, oh. Anyway, sorry. All right. So since you want to talk about the decor, we'll jump Ooh, right, right into that one. Things. Yeah. So I, cause I just picked up a couple maroon and a couple gold. I think I got mint one of the maroon medium. Um, yeah. So I'm actively buying these. I'll be honest. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> they're, they're mosaic tiles. I, uh, Dude, you get to yeah. like put them on your property and you can make designs with them. I, I mean, I get that, but like, they're not really a design I understand. Like, they're cool, I guess. I don't know if there's symbolism. I mean, you can kind of see like some elements of soccer, and I would assume that it's inspired by that in some way. Um, but I, I don't know. But I'll buy some because I think it's interesting. I definitely want that trophy though. Um, and I like the, uh, the like yard flags, the canvases, the canvases. Yeah. 
It's going to be interesting. I really, I'm, I'm getting more excited about uh, decor, and uh, you know, obviously, we're both decor shop uh, producers and owners. But honestly, it's a really cool space. Yeah. Um, The real question, though, is always like, what's the, what's the value here? Like, are these going to go to help uh, your neighborhood score? Are these, uh, are user generated decor going to affect it differently than? say, you know, sponsored decor like this, um, because I think it would be very hard to assign um, neighborhood points to user-created and controlled uh, assets to that degree, because then it would be easy for those people to just coordinate and just dump a bunch of, um, you know, decor into a single place, uh, potentially. So, yeah. I mean, if you were to buy... um if you were able to buy the canvases for all 32 countries, you're looking at uh, 1.344 million UPEX. Jeez. I mean, I would do it. I know you'd do it. I spent so much, though, already. I need to, like, probably sell. Like, I went way too hard. I don't know... And now, especially with like looking at the prize pool for the the fan score, I'm debating. Like, I guess we'll see what happens on Monday. Oh, that's a nice. I like that. Um, we'll see what happens on Monday um, as far as where the scores come out. I'm pretty happy. I'm sitting at like thirty three thousand um, points. I don't know what other people are sitting at, but it's one of the higher ones, I think. You were going, I was in that text, I was driving, and you and Dizzy, when I finally was able to stop and look at my phone, it, there were 58 messages between you two just chatting up <laughs> Chatty Cathy's, and I'm trying to listen to a podcast, and, it just get, and I keep getting notifications on my screen, and it's making a noise. I'm like, these, I'm like, Stop. That is so, like, it's so infuriating. Yes, I can appreciate that. You're like, geez, old Pete. And I'm like, I go, I'm not even going to tell them to stop because they're just going to do it some more. So oh, we would, we would troll. I would send one letter per text. 100%. But like, it just kept popping up, popping up. And I'm like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, we were going nuts trying to figure it out. Um Soccer goes, yeah, that was the mascot for, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I still I still have an open mind yet. So and Now, oh, that, really? that was a nice thing is they showed up, like, right away. So, okay, so let's talk about that because I want to give credit where credit's due. We have been begging for um, these things to be way more immediate than they were. There was a time where you would just buy them and then wait for days and get them later. Um, So kudos to the team for having a much quicker turnaround. Um, That said, um, the the unpacking experience definitely leaves something um, to be desired. Overall, like the animations and everything are smooth and fine, but the, the delivery, and it was already acknowledged on the Discord, um, I know that, you know, it's it's all to do with, like, the blockchain, how things are distributed. But they, in my opinion, really need to change the way that it's done. 
first of all, after you buy so many and then you log back in, it took me five minutes of just <laughs> sitting there watching it open. Like, actually, because I, I recorded my screen and it took five minutes to get through all the boxes and they were very inconsistent. Like, some of them would have, like, one or two simple items and then all of a sudden I'd get a box with all of my passes. And it's just, like, I can't track... Like, I like opening a pack and going, did I get a good pack? Like, look at this awesome pack, like, that I got that I just pulled. And you don't get that. Like, it's you can't see what you got in a pack. You don't have – you have no idea. It doesn't track easily how many packs you've bought. I would much rather – and I I say this with hesitation because I don't – I hope that they don't just, like, throw it in the – like, your messages, like – hey, here's all your boxes. It needs to be a better interface. But like every other place that we buy packs where you can rip them open, it's a semi-satisfying you know, process to be like, to go in, to click which ones you want to open. And keep in mind, a lot of us are trying to create content around this. Like I can't create a, a, a box opening content video if the boxes come randomly and not consistently enough for me to talk about and be excited about. Like, I need to be able to go to an interface and see my selection so that way I can make a video of box opening because I spent thousands <laughs> on these boxes and, like, I would have loved to make better videos about it. Yeah, and that's why I haven't gone in to open it. I was hoping to do it, but watching the text thread between you and Dizzy, I'm like, oh, this is going to be tough because you have to look, okay, this box is what? Is it a starter, an essential, a pro, or is it a pass? Okay, and if it's a pro, that's got four essentials plus a legit, but if it's an essential, it's, it's only like, so it's like trying to figure it out, make sure, and then there's no count of other than if you're writing it down, and I learned that a long time ago with the NFLPA legits, you just have to start doing a little tally of everything you bought as you're clicking it, or you're not really sure if it's right at the end. Yeah, no, that is that's a frustrating experience for sure. Um, it's super cool. The legits are awesome. The little plastic or like glass uh, containers or um, like card holders, super cool. Um, I like the the passes. There's a ton of variety of items too. It's it's kind of crazy. I will say the collections are cool. Um, but it is fiddly. Uh, again, there aren't enough tools for me to want to like invest time in optimizing it. Like trying to figure out, especially these collections where it's like collect one of each of these from this group. Like, yeah, you kind of have to know. Like, and then you put you put one and it removes the you know, so you can't double select, which is great. However, I can't see if I have extras of any of them. And so it, it's really difficult to do any sort of, you know, management of them. It's really difficult to also know, like, hey, what does this person need? I would love for somebody to be able to look at my collection set and go, hey, I'm willing to buy anything that I don't have filled out. And you can go see which kind of items I need to finish my collections. Like, I wish there was more tools like that. Um, to be able to help, you know, coordinate these large scale efforts of trying to optimize points 
um, because that would be really helpful. Yeah. And with, with having the pass, the VIP and the platinum, they even said that you can exchange the passes and you'll get the memento. But they also said passes don't have to be de- redeemed right away and finding that sweet spot of when to redeem a pass will pay off for the savvy player. So that that has me intrigued of what what do they have up their sleeve? Yeah, that that is definitely interesting. I don't know. I have a bunch of passes. Um, the best one I have is a VIP to the finals, which I'm pretty stoked about. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's a eight of it's number eight of fifty. Uh, so pretty rare. Uh, I am excited to see how that goes. the The fact that there's like a base, a VIP, and then a platinum is. I assume that it's going to be like who gets in, who where you go in queue. So like if you're the platinum, you get to go in first and select which memento you want, and then the VIP group can go in. And then the last will be the open, which I would imagine will also be a queue. Uh, so based on your fan score, you will likely be queued very similar to other momentum. So it will be interesting there. I see several comments here about unopened boxes. Um, and they don't, they don't do that. And honestly, I'm okay if they don't do that. I'm okay if they just send it to your account and then you un- and you have to unbox it there. Um, there is a certain appeal to selling secondhand, but I honestly don't like that market because here's the thing. I don't really like the people in general that, and no offense if you do this, but like, uh, when a new console releases, this is one of my biggest pet peeves is somebody goes and like buys like 50 PlayStation twos and then like tries to resell them at a higher markup. Like you just took that out of somebody's, you know, somebody else wanted to mint that because they wanted to open it. Um, So I actually applaud Upland for kind of sticking to their guns on that because I don't want somebody who's just going to buy a bunch of the passes because they happen to be, especially with the time zone differences, somebody buys out those FIFA passes sold out very quickly on the UPEX. Yeah. I don't want to see those on the secondary market for 2X. That doesn't feel good. It feels like that person just took advantage of the system to just buy the box to flip it. Like, they had no intention of being a collector. They had no intention of being a fan. They don't care about any of the stuff that's inside the box. They just want to make money. I don't like that. So, no, no, kudos I- to Upland for not, like, for, for doing it differently. Uh, despite what I think the large amount of the community would prefer. And the bundles are going to be replenished on the 23rd, 30th, and the 7th of December. Yeah, so I looked at that, and that was the thing is I went hard this first round. I went real hard. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) I went real hard. Um, And then I like... You're like not, not, not wrist, not elbow. You went like shoulder deep on this. Oh, Oh, yeah. No, you need one of those, like, birthing gloves for how far I went in. Um, and so it is hard because then I, like, sort of fluctuate, like, oh, my gosh, why did I just do that? <laughs> it just blew <laughs> massive amount of my, you know, upland budget uh, on these things. I don't even like soccer. Um, what, what do you think about the spotlights that they're going to do, too? 
Wait, what are the spotlights? Spotlights what? are the video highlights from matches that include oh, game highlights oh, oh. and one of a kind, one of a kind goal scored. So, like, you went hard before any of this stuff even came out. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm not. So what you're telling me is you're not going to have any money to buy me a Christmas present this year, huh? You're de- oh, dude. Actually, you're gonna get a oh. Christmas is gonna be big. Christmas is gonna be big. Um, because you but, you can't take a you can't refinance your house right now because interest rates are through the roof. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I got some Alamo Square. I'm trying to sell. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean they are really cool in the sense of I like anything that shows like. Um, country patriotism like i really like that um and i i really like how different countries you know celebrate uh their cultures and like the the pride that you know countries take in their flag and their kind of hosting of this event and stuff like that it is really cool to see countries kind of come together for this kind of stuff uh so i am a fan just from that perspective plus i like the historical elements of you know, going all the way back to, I think it's 1930 is the first one. And so they have like the old soccer ball from the 1930 champion uh, World Cup. And so it's just like, it's it's cool to be able to collect history as well. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty cool going with all the old school all the old mascots in the matches. So I, I thought that was really cool. And that was a pretty good deal that Upland worked out with FIFA. So I, I was really yeah. impressed with this. No, I, I mean, it is, and I don't want to take anything away from the Upland team because they did a fantastic job securing really the entirety of, like, again, all of the mascots, the posters, all of the jerseys, the, the everything. Every, every last thing that I think you could get um, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, FIFA's got, you know, a lot of, you know, bad history and, and issues and stuff like that. But all of that aside, um, I mean, it's still an absolutely world recognized uh, major sporting event. Uh, uh, is it bigger than the Super Bowl? Somebody's trying to tell me it's the largest sporting event in the world. I believe so. Wow. Like, that's crazy. Because, like, my only context is, like, the Super Bowl. Like when you say it's the Super Bowl of something, it's because it's supposed to be the biggest. Um, I, I mean, football. Yeah, a lot of a lot of other countries tune into the Super Bowl, but the the soccer following and the fans and everything, and the, it being the World Cup. Oh, it, it puts the Super Bowl to shame. Which is crazy. So then, like, I don't. Why don't people say it's the World Cup of something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm going to be like, I'm going to feel shortchanged. Everyone's like, oh, it's the Super Bowl of of this kind of event. And I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds kind of crappy. Talk to me when you get to the world cup of that kind of event. Yeah. This, Oh, this fan score challenge. This is what let's hear. I don't 11, 11 says, yeah, soccer is the largest international sport. Other countries mostly don't care about the NFL. Okay. You just repeated fair. what I said. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, justification. I, appreciate that. I don't care about the NFL. So, yeah. wait, wait, wait. um, Oh, this, I, I'm this, surprised you haven't brought that up just yet. Either. Oh, no, no. I, I I figured I'd let you – I don't want to embarrass you in front of your people. It's your thing, the Fantasy League, you and, and, and Dizzy. 
you know, that you you guys spend so much of your lives doing it. And it's really the only thing I think you both of you kind of have good in your lives. And so it feels really <laughs> bad that I'm kind of taking that joy away from you by absolutely destroying you in this fantasy league that I barely know how to play. So, yeah. You're, I wasn't you're seven and three. You're not that far ahead of everybody. You're in first place right now. <laughs> first place now. First place. But it, all it. it matters is at the end of the season. It, yeah. And Dizzy well, and I have more joy in our life than just fantasy football. So. <laughs> I know. I'm 100% teasing on that. Um, yeah. But all right. this this fan score, though. This is crazy. I'm, I'm so torn. Why? I, because I don't know whether I want to go hard and try and get on the, the board to try and win some of this crazy stuff, or if I want to just sell my collection, like my, my high-value pieces, uh, and okay. then use that funds to then just buy the prizes later. Here's the question. Is Abdullah going in on this? I checked his account recently. He doesn't have a lot yet. But I mean, if he goes in, it will be hard and it will be untouchable. Um because that's and, who he is. And, and and I'm not cracking on him or, or anything like that. No, but no, I'm no, saying no. it would be very, because I can see him going hard on this because it is the first stadium and probably one of the few stadiums that anybody's ever going to own in the Upland metaverse. You know, I I could, I could see Wimbledon being a, a landmark, you know, I could see some landmark ones, but man, this is, this is the first one. This is the Genesis stadium. This is a world cup stadium. They're, yeah, and I, I don't know what kind I mean, of partnerships they the, do. It. This is the first, you know, not, you know, I, I would imagine it's also important um, to the region, right? Because right. Because this is the first, I believe it's the first World Cup hosted in the Middle East. I think so. So, you know, from that perspective, um, I, I do think that there's a, you know, again, go back into the you know, the, the pride of your country, of your kind of your area, like that would be a big deal, um, to those countries. And, yes. uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's I from the him. area he's invested heavily so far in the games. And I was just curious cause I, I would imagine he would go ham on this just to secure it. Yeah. I, I'm watching his account closely. He did buy some, um, He's probably got a handful of passes. Nothing crazy yet uh, because I would expect him to either be buying secondary or in some of the later rounds going a lot harder, uh, especially with even the cars. Yes. Like custom race cars. Like what? There's 19 custom race cars, and that's awesome. Series 1 FIFA trim. I'm curious. Are the stats on them available? Like, I'm curious where they rank it. I'll be a little upset if they're higher than Series 1R. I'm not going to lie. You would be? Because they're, uh, even though they're custom like that? Yeah, I would be a little upset, I think. 
I feel. Do you know the numbers? I don't. I don't know if I've seen the numbers on them. I have not. I'm. Uh... They are rarer than the series one R's, but I would be okay if it had the same stats or very very close to the same stats as the series one R. It is not on the spreadsheet but... yet. Okay. Um. But yeah, like, I don't, like, ugh. Anyway, it's whatever they do it at. Yeah. It is what it is. But I just hope that they don't do that. Because that just would feel bad to the people who literally paid thousands of dollars to get those. Uh, And also, as somebody who owns five of them, (laughs) I would be a little upset to then find out that they're releasing race cars in the same series that are more powerful than the the series R, which is presumably they're they're really top besides custom cars. Which again, if they're like, yep, these are custom, and so it's better. Uh, I guess not much I can do. You know, obviously nothing I can do about it. But right. But I mean, so you have five weeks, and you're going to have weekly challenges, and they're giving away World Cup Village properties for finishing. They're giving away um, ten each week. And the number one winner gets a World Cup trophy also with it. So you get 150,000 UpX 0.25 Spark and World World Cup Village property and a World Cup trophy for winning the week. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable prize pool for this. Um, This is definitely one of the bigger... Well, I mean, it's the biggest as far as prize total prize pool is concerned yes. of any of any contest that they've done. Um, but even overall, with like the you know the nuances and different things that are happening, I mean, I wish that there was more lead time um, because it felt very much like wait what? Okay, FIFA's here. Wait what? There's I have to register where, where, and where. Like it was a lot I to felt, digest. Yeah, I felt a little overwhelmed. Um, and I would have probably liked to have more information up front, maybe some easier. I'm a, I'm a visual learner. So like a graphic of understanding, like just even like a map and like register here for these and they're on Saturday and register here, here and here for these and they're available throughout the week. Um, so that way I knew because I flew immediately to, to Qatar to register for the things thinking like that's where I needed to go. And then I was like looking at it, I was like, wait what do you mean there's like a thing in Queens? And then I go to Queens and I'm like, oh, I see all these things. And I'm like, it's a two hour, well, it was a two hour flight from San Francisco. Um, so it's not like a, luckily it's free right now. Yeah. But it's not a, it's not a quick flight. No. So, uh, so they're giving away 160 properties in the World Cup Village, 7.3 million UPEX, 15 Spark, and... um four Series 1 and 15 Series T cars with exclusive FIFA World Cup trim. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I feel like the fact that there's only four of them, like, again, they they might have higher stats, which, again, is fine. I get it, um, but mm, I don't like it. I hope that they – I'm completely okay if they have higher stats than the E, uh, which I also own several of, or the base model, which I also own several of. It should be – higher than the E, um, but I mean, I don't know. It'll probably, honestly, they'll probably do it between, just based on the number of mints, it'll probably land between the Genesis car 
Um, I imagine the Genesis car will remain the top for a, a long, long time. I believe uh, it will also. Yeah. Like, I think that that makes sense. Like they kind of like set that as the top bar um, and then we'll work, you know, and again, we've seen it. It doesn't, it matters, but it's, it's not like a complete deal breaker. If you don't have the fastest car, as long as you're racing the same. And who's really going to race them? That, that's a, these are showroom cars. I would race this one. You would? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Now you say that. Yeah, because this, this, this car looks like it was meant to be raced. Right. Like, it looks like a race car to It me. does. The other ones look like sports cars that you kind of collect and put in front of your mansion. <laughs> like you've done in Alamo Square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen that yet, go to San Francisco Alamo Square. Check out uh, Thank Me Later's property and the property next to it. I like how you lined it up in the property next to it, too. <laughs> I ran out of room. There wasn't enough room for all my cars. You can just look up Thank Me Later and go to my, uh, it's my home address. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. I'm a, I'm really excited. I think that there's a lot. I think we're going to see some interesting, because the prize pool is so high, I also, like, I'm already, not necessarily worried, but thinking about, like, um, you know, because it's the, the Delta. So the one... There's the one that's every five weeks is like how much you've grown from week over week. And so we've already seen with things like collection swapping, like I can definitely see people um, sandbagging week one. And like, like, honestly, like if you haven't opened any of your legits, I wouldn't. And just sandbagging it for week one. And then, you know, then week two or three or four, you could like load up. Um, and just like switch or like if you had a group of people, um, you could just like all pull your resources. So like, I'm really concerned that we're going to see that happening at a pretty large scale. We've seen it with other contests that are similar to that. So I don't know if there's like how they're going to work around that or what they're going to do for it. Um, so we'll see, but the, at the end of the day, it's, you know, the top 100, uh, with the highest overall, those are really where the big prize pools are. So, yeah, we'll just have to see what these numbers look like. Absolutely. All right. Anything else on that? On that, no. Yeah. Now, crazy. It was a lot to put your head around. I had to read the stuff a few times before it all made sense, and just so much going on. Awesome experience. It's going to be an exciting five weeks. And then, uh, you know, for us in the States, Thanksgiving is next week. So we'll have a early episode. I'll look up after the show when we did our episode last year. Yeah, we'll do that. And then, uh, oh, good. And then it also, I got to find out the travel plans because everybody comes here for Thanksgiving from out of town and doing uh, three deep fried turkeys. Excited for that. Hot, yeah, boy. Hot and get spicy it. Creole butter and a garlic butter. So it's going to be Oh, good. dang. Did you get one of those injectors? Oh, absolutely. Gonna... Those are the injections, brother. Yeah, boy. I, I learned that from my time in the Navy and living with uh, some people from from Louisiana. They show me the way. 
Oh yeah, dude, it's it's so funny. It's like they get jacked too because you like put them in their wings and they're like, like, uh, oh yeah. yeah, delicious butter. They're great. Love it. Um, yeah. uh, any updates from Upex World you'd like to share this week? Yeah, so we got a lot happening in Upex World. It is a busy time. We finished up the spectacular. Had a lot. We're already working on the. Uh, the winter extravaganza, uh, which is going to be another massive uh, community collaboration between various upland communities and various wax communities, all coming together, um, donations, art creations, um, a race that will be centered in Portage Park. Congratulations to Portage Park um, on securing the uh, racetrack for the uh, I've got, okay, this is exclusive. I know there's only like two people on the team that even know this. The whole team doesn't even know what I'm about to share. Is it is going to be sledding semis? So they've converted the semi trucks into giant um, sleds. So replace the wheels with sleds. Put a big rocket on the back, and that is going to be sledding through a winter wonderland. Um, all with the background of uh, it was a very snowy Christmas in Portage Park, and the kids were not going to get their presents, but the truck drivers had a plan, and they rigged up their semis into semi-sleds and drove around uh, and were Santa to the city. And there are some more other things that I, I won't talk about that um, because I don't know if they're technically feasible yet, but if they are, let me tell you, it's going to be something that's going to blow your mind on some other stuff we're doing with it. So that is absolutely huge. I'm so excited to be working again uh, with DAC and URL um, who do all the, the race commissioning on that. That's what we got to do. See if DAC wants to come on the show. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, uh, Oh yeah. I'll do Boulder's question. Yeah. So to sandbag opening my legit, you mean to not log into Upland for the next week? Well, if you've already bought some, you would actually need to like log in and then like trade them to somebody else to hold. So that way you had just a super low score. Um, and then, and like the thing is, I'm curious if Upland takes the snapshot at the end of the week or because my guess is it'll be, and I mean, whatever, we're, we're a tight community here. So I'll share my strategies with you is like the way I'm thinking about it is if you're not placed in one of those top spots, like I would try and offload as much of your legits at the end of the week as possible because if you're not going to get one of those top spots, just set your score to as low as you can. Um, and then next week try and participate because I think my guess is, and I have no idea to know this, that they will take the snapshot at the end of the event and that will be – your baseline for the next week. Um, if for some reason they do something crazy, like your highest at any point during the week is like your, your um, new minimum, like that would be crazy. Um, I've never seen them do anything like that, but they definitely could. So I don't know the exact mechanics, but believe that there will be strategic teams figuring out the best ways to optimize winning these prizes or always are. It's very competitive. If you're not with a group of people or you're not connected to a community, you will likely have a very difficult time winning this. So join a community, join a group, 
work together. That's how you win these things. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, speaking of community and all that good stuff, I do want to give a shout out to 1111nft.gallery, which went live last Friday um, with their uh, the array, 11 pieces from 11 different artists um, around both digital and physical space. It is an unbelievable collection. Uh, you can find out all about it at 1111nft.gallery. Uh, and there is the info, the high, uh, NFT hive is selling them. Uh, it is an open mint for until December 11th. They are 11, <laughs> 11 wax each. You can kind of sense a theme. Um, and so you can mint as many as you want. If you want to know more about why you want to mint them, there are some good videos out there. You can also check out, um, Upex world live, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, we will certainly be talking about it. There's also a interactive art gallery. So we've built a, um, a an art gallery. You can walk around as an X-Lander, view the art in the meta space that it's going to be in, and even interact by clicking. And it will take you to the NFT Hive page where you can buy directly. So um, we are integrating in with the layer one uh, aspects as well. It's very cool. I am so excited for Dr. Nobi um, to be able to launch that. I have a piece there. My brother has a piece in it. Um, there are, um, I, I'm not, this is not an insult. This is a fact. Dr. Nobi's mom has a piece in it and it's a good one. It's, it's actually one of my favorites. It's very cool. Um, so, there's a lot. And then Mars, Utah, I guess the yeah. fans here would want to know. Mars, Utah has bull whale and it is one of the coolest pieces. It is. Uh, I, I got to give a shout out uh, to uh, Christina Gatz from uh, Hyde Park Ninjas. She has this gorgeous elephant uh, representing uh, Muay Thai uh, that has really cool details. You got to take a look because there's a lot of hidden things. Uh, on that image, the Genesis piece from Rob Zilla, uh, Shaktalin and her uh, her existential existence. Joe lives in his tech natural. Um, who else am I forgetting now? I'm going to feel bad. Oh, Dish Jack has this gorgeous um, like neon portrait. You kind of have to see it to to like you can almost feel it when you see it. Uh, there is a techno techno skull. Oh, it's in Latin. I never I never remember it. Um, yes, and Rob Zilla's is the Genesis piece. Uh, so if you don't know that history, uh, that is an important history. Uh, and then, yeah, no, there are a lot of creative women. You should definitely have a piece. Um, you can actually submit pieces already for next month. Um, at uh, 1111nft.gallery. It's an amazing opportunity for artists to get their work shown. It's an amazing opportunity for artists to make uh, income uh, in this space in a healthy, creative way and not in a money grab way. Uh, everything we're doing, we're integrating in with the entire UpX World platform. 
as far as generating user-created items with these images and then allowing uh, revenue share back to the artist um, and the owners of the NFTs. It's, it's a really cool uh, program and the competitive aspect that Dr. Novi has come up with um, as he structured it is very compelling and uh, it's going to be fun to watch over the next several months as it unfolds. Yeah, very excited for that. And definitely we will look to get some of those artists on the show too. It's been a while since we had a guest, so we can get Dak on here. We can get uh, Robzilla or Shacklin or, yeah, we can get some of them. Or Dr. Noby's mom. Let's bring her on. Yeah. No, I've already – no, I got dibs on Dr. Noby's mom. I know how that sounds. (laughs) But but I said I want her on my show. I want her on Upex World Live. You can have Shacklin. She's amazing. You can have Dave Shack. No, actually, I want them too. You can have Dak. You can have Dak. I want I want the artist. No, I, I want them on here too. You know what? You there have, there would hey, be no Upex World yeah, show without me. this there show. Go. There would be no Upex World show without oh. this show. Oh. <laughs> well, look at the time, folks. <laughs> I think that's about all we have for today. yeah yes no we and i gotta give a shout out to my boys hyde park ninjas they're doing some cool stuff with um video capture so uh they're actually filming themselves doing karate moves and the team is using software to track their movements and then convert that into the actual gameplay uh, moves of the of the ninja Xlanders. So, so they got the green suit. They got the green suits on with the balls. No, no, actually, it's it's new technology where it just has to like be able to identify. Like he had to put on like gloves, so it was easier for the the uh, video to capture movement. But they are the uh, advances in software are amazing. Yeah, obviously, a full mocap suit, um, a motion capture suit that has like the 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 sensor balls on it yeah. is is obviously a much more precise um, way to do it. But the fact that, uh, you know, we could potentially be having uh, TikTok competitions where people do these moves and whoever does the best could have their move converted into an actual gameplay um, element and move would be is is very cool dude you're going to send people to the hospital they're not trained they're going to fall off of stuff they're going to break things they're going to hurt themselves uh, i mean this isn't america's funniest videos i mean viral is viral hey whatever you saw the uh the bottle kick the bottle cap kick yeah true like i mean yeah it's not for everybody I mean, I'm going to do it and split my pants like I'm Chris Farley. Dude, but, you're going to hurt yourself bad. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm going to be definitely injured, 100%. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anything else before we jump off for this week? No, I'm I'm just excited. There's so much happening uh, in this space. Um, Upland is crushing it. Uh, Upex World is absolutely on fire. Um, and it is super cool. I'm competing for the High Park Ninjas move, and this is Jagass. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Outstanding. And then don't forget, uh, Thank Me Later did offer up some Upex. If you can make a jingle for our market update, you know, three to five seconds. Oh, a statue. A statue. statue. Yep, that's right. Sorry, statue. Test tube statue. Other than that, We'll see you next week. Um, 
And hopefully by then, thank me later, we'll no longer be in first place in the Upland Fantasy Football League. And we'll have a early show next week due to Thanksgiving. So definitely uh, be prepared for the notification that will be here a little earlier next week. Uh, until then, everybody be safe, have fun, and we'll see you out there in the metaverse. The Upland Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UP.